Ladies and gentlemen, this is Caffeine and Creatives. Um, I am your host, X. To my right today, I have my very good friend, my brother, Sir. Mel. What up, bro? How are you feeling today? I'm great, man. How are you? I'm very good. I'm busy. I'm tra- busy. I was trying to think of the. I'm busy today, for sure. I'm definitely busy today. Busy um, is good. Busy is good. Yeah. Busy means that... Um, some bills are getting paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're being productive with the right things. Yeah. Don't be busy and broke. Yeah. Man, do not. I've been Church. there. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> been there, done that. You know. <laughs> what you got going on? What you got going on? Man? A little bit of everything, man. A little bit of everything. Oh, it's today. What is today looking like for you? Today is a chill day, actually. Uh, you know, I mapped out to do this. So, chill day. Uh, catch up on some retouching, some client work. Yeah. Um, you know, business stuff. Trying to get it, get it going, get it in. I feel it. My first question that I always ask everybody: uh-huh. is, What is your caffeine of choice? And when I say caffeine of choice, I don't necessarily mean coffee or tea. It's like, uh, what is your, what is the male wake up? What is your? How do you start your day? What is the? Let's get up and let's do this. My alarm have. clock first is my <laughs> let's get up and get this going because I got one of those every night. Um, my second lead, definitely my phone, um, but my motivator to get up is to get things done and to start uh, a new day, new, fresh, and not worry about, like, the past day because uh, I'm very much so that person. But um, that's my wake-up. My wake-up call is my alarm for sure. True. I was just uh, – I forgot who I was talking to, but um, I was watching uh, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Okay. And they had Dame Dash on it. Yes. And he was, like, uh, his – his new uh, method of how he works now is starting something, starting something new every day, okay, and then finishing something that you started the previous day. I'm gonna take that. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm gonna ta- take starting that. Starting something without the intent of finishing it today. Starting it without the, the intent, intent of, finishing of finishing it, it today. Yeah. yeah. So starting something new. Okay. Right. And then tomorrow, I'm going to finish what I started today. Okay. I like that. And start something new tomorrow. Okay. So just carry it over just to the carry next, it day. next day. Yeah. Okay. I like so that. Again, so that you're is. consistently finishing something and starting something new every day. I like that. So that's that's kind of how I've been. I've been in that frame of mind. Like, all right, today we're going to. Right. I'm going to start this. Tomorrow, I'm going to edit I'm gonna this. Finish. Okay. <laughs> how, I'm going to be ready to go. How effective is that for you? Um, very effective only because um from the producer world like uh when i used to be more heavily like making beats mm-hmm. every day like i'll be in a frame of mind where i felt like all right yeah today i'm about to like make seven to ten beats oh good or something like that so you it's like I mean? a goal in a sense you yeah. have to set a goal you have to set a goal but it's like each day you have you have that personal motivation and satisfaction of completing something absolutely you know what i mean i'll be and honest you always have something to complete so i need to get back to that i've been going with the flow for a minute because my schedule has been busy mm-hmm. so i've been going with the flow so i need to get back to that i don't set enough goals for the day for, for sure. the day oh, true. Yeah. You're, you're in the long-term goal absolutely so. yeah which i'm i'm starting to be i, I feel like i've all we've always had like long-term goals for sure but yeah like my goals are very much they're starting to stretch out because I have a lot more help with the shorter task. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? So That's it's like, good. I don't have to, I don't necessarily have to think too much about the day to day stuff. Right. It's kind of like putting stuff, putting like 
uh, now it's like I'm putting like monthly goals yeah. on my board with the infrastructure to break it down in a day by day type thing. You know what I mean? I I, I need to get back to that. <laughs> Let me tell you about X. <laughs> he he gonna make you. You do be giving me some. You kind of like a secret accountability party because I be watching your stuff. <laughs> I be listening like for real. I do like I need I need to get on that because that that'll probably add a little bit more organization to my life personally if yeah. I set the goal uh, for the day and and those so those same goals are goals that lead up to the long term stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I need to do that. More. So that's that's what it is for me. It was because I was horrible at not necessarily making short term goals, mm-hmm. but I'm horrible at like busting down a larger goal. Oh, that's real. Like you know what I mean. So it's like I'll have like these super like like seemingly obtainable yeah. goals, but they're like very big goals, and I'm just whatever I need to do to get to that to bigger to that. goal versus taking that larger goal and being like, all right, so what can I do on a I'm there now. Day to day or weekly yeah. basis. I'm there now when it comes to tackling things and just taking care of it when it needs to be taken care of just to really get it out my way. That too. Like, yeah, like, I'm, yeah. like I'm like that with bills, with money. Like if it costs $200 and I got to pay for it, whether, and it's just me being real. Mm-hmm. If I got a $250 bill, I don't like seeing money leave my account sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I need to set up a payment arrangement, knowing I don't need one, <laughs> I'm going to set it up to the 13th. But my mindset now is regardless if you do it now or on the 13th, you it's still got to come out of money. Yeah. So I just take care of it now. Yeah. That's and how. thank God we're in positions now yeah. to take care of it now. Because it ain't always been Because it ain't like always that. been that way. And you know me all these years. <laughs> you know. Yeah, for those always. for those of you who don't know, all right, I like I said, this is my very good friend. Mel. Yes, sir. Um, we've known each other since high school, Luella uh, High School. On it. Yes. You put a time on it. I ain't gonna put a time. On right. it. We've known each other since high school. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> we almost thirty. Just know that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> so yeah, very very long time. Like been blessed to see um, each other's come up. Absolutely. Um, and progression for sure. Yep. Um, a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, yep. a lot of relationships, mm-hmm. a lot of like, because I don't have a lot of high school relationships. Like I have a few. I do. Yeah, you know, I, I have a few. That's yeah. like, like when I say high school relationships, like people that like, I still text them. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nobody that I have, like, a, a dialogue outside of... There's not too many people that I have a dialogue outside of, like, social media with. Right. Like, you know what That's I mean? That's real, yeah, same here. So it's like a lot of, like, our conversations don't go past comments. Right. On their posts type stuff. True. But I actually text you. We actually we actually text, we support each so, other. Yeah. And... and you know, I keep up with him. If I don't text him or see something, I see it. I go on your vlogs mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. And uh, Bree, you know, I love Bree. Yeah. Uh, I keep up with that. So we, yeah, definitely years in. That's th- that's one thing I do value about our relationship. We don't have to talk every single day. But when we talk, it's like we ain't missed the beat. Facts. Yeah. Those, those are very, those are keen relationships. Right. Keep. Speaking of relationships, um, well, matter of fact, let's backtrack a little bit. Um, cause we, cause we could sit here and catch up all day for sure. Right. Let's let, for the people watching, right. what, what, who is Mel? Like, what did, what does Mel do? Like, I know how awesome and amazing you are I appreciate at it, bro. what you do. 
So what a short synopsis of what it is. You're short creative. I'm a one. I'm a, uh, number one. I'm a creative. Mm. Number two, I'm a business person because I always put creative before business mm. because without the creative, I don't run a business. Um, I am a, a business person, of course. Uh, um, I'm a, a son, a, a uncle, an older brother. Like I am, am that. But I also see myself as um, somebody that really I have a lot of responsibility when it comes to just the community of my field. Like I look at that as a high, a high responsibility. Um, so I think that's me. I'm still figuring out myself. I just tweeted about this a few days ago. I'm 27 and I'm still figuring out me. Cause you know, for the past few years, my life has been career driven. And now that is where I kind of want it to be. Now I'm figuring out, Oh nigga, you actually like flying <laughs> or you actually like, shoes and clothes like that type of stuff so uh, that's me you know uh me and my mom just had that discussion just real quick about people some people can't identify i was one of those people that didn't know my identity outside of my career mm. so now that I'm, I'm getting older and i have the leisure to really do stuff and figure stuff out um i'm finally figuring out who i am as a person so it's hard for me sometimes to answer that question because sometimes it's like the professional male i'm great but you know me personally as a person but the whole world doesn't know it's kind of hard unless you experience me as a person to put those things in words true yeah i definitely feel that and i feel like i would almost verbatim answer the question the same way i only ask that question out of formality of me oh, hosting okay. cool. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> you know what i mean because right. I, I couldn't t- if somebody asked me that question i would be like it'd be lost yeah. So, so your answer would be kind of similar, kind very similar. Because okay. I'm just getting into a space where it's just like, who is? I started this podcast because it's like, who yeah. is X as a person? And X and don't talk X like don't, that. I don't talk. So I'm so. happy to see you in this element. I mean, we talk, yeah, but when it comes to just like a public situation, mm-hmm. you don't really put yourself out there like that, right? So my one of my goals for 2020 was to actually put myself out there. I see so. the difference too. Yeah. I, I see how comfortable you are um, doing it. Even I think mm-hmm. it started with your with your vlogs, mm-hmm. and this kind of has set you up to to be comfortable because you used to be very very. You're like yeah. me, very quiet. We, we're very observant people. We're gonna observe you. If we gonna talk, we gonna talk. But we, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk. We ain't gonna talk. But yeah. yeah, and I'm starting to realize that most of my friends are like that. The yeah. people like, like without even thinking about it, it's like when the more I'm having public conversations with yeah. like my peers. It's like, man, I hang around a lot of people who yeah. are like very much so very same. observant. You wouldn't know yeah. your accomplishments unless you said something. Facts. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. Like you don't even post them. Not at all. Right. Same here. Yeah. yeah. But see, this is why we friends. <laughs> 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 he got a couple he got a couple <laughs> Grammys coming. <laughs> yeah. You know? But okay. yeah. So we it's the the work. I, I'm I've always prided myself on not having to explain myself. That's good. So it's like I don't like um I don't like walking into rooms and having to prove myself to somebody. That's big. That yeah. causes me anxiety though. Yeah. So if I feel if I feel like I have something to prove, like I'm gonna be highly anxious and like thinking too much. But how does stuff. it how does that work or correlate when it comes to your job? Because for me, I am personally, you know, I'm everybody, you know, but not everybody knows. I am personally quiet and very reserved to myself. AJ probably looking at me crazy. 
mm-hmm. my assistant because he's like, what? Mm-hmm. But when it comes to <clears throat> professionally, I'm this big, bright right, exactly. personality. Yeah, and that's the same thing with me. Like, okay. uh, like studio. Like, if you get in the studio with me, I'm like, I'm super like right. secure the vibe. Like, right. it's we having a good time. Make sure everybody's comfortable. Um, what I realized by myself is that I not necessarily thrive, but my comfort level almost solely depends on the comfort of everybody else in the room. That's real, cause so. It's- Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, like, when I sit, when if I walk into a room that has like five people in it, if all if one person looks like really uncomfortable, like I'm I'm like one on one, like, hey, what's going on? Like, right. hey, what's wow. I'm talking to the person that's uncomfortable. That's a gift, bro. Yeah, but I'm I know that I'm like because of how reserved I am, mm-hmm. like I can come off as like looking uncomfortable or like antisocial. Right. And if if I'm not in a situation where I need to be speaking, um, yeah then I come off as that too. So right. it's like, as long when everybody else is comfortable and everybody else is having fun in the room, then I'm, all right, Good. What, we, what are we doing? That's a like, gift though, because a lot of people aren't able to adapt in those types of situations. Like for me, when it comes to photo shoots, I can generally tell when somebody's energy is off. Mm-hmm. So I know I have to like, you know, I have to, Hey, how you doing? What's going on? You okay? You ready? You excited? Like I have to do that in order for them to feel comfortable and for everybody else in the room to feel like, okay, he cool. You can, I can, you know, let my, 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 my shoulders down a little bit. Right. And you get the, you get the best, especially, um, like we both work in like very much so like service providing industry. So it's like when you're providing a service for somebody, even though you're the professional and you're guide and more, more times than not, like you're guiding the process. It's not really up to who you're serving to get the best out of what they asked you to do. It's your job to get them to do the best. Exactly. So it's like you had, you kind of, you build this rapport of like how how to get people out of their shell and yeah. more comfortable with like just being them so you can yeah. capture like the raw essence of like Cause real yeah. like what what's we actually the, going on. We to blame if it don't come out right. Bro. <laughs> It's never. It's never like, nah. You just right. You ain't tell me my shoulder was dark. Like my bad. <laughs> my bad. Your shoulder. Right. Dark. Like, my bad. I should have informed you that your shoulder was dark, or that your shoulder was up too far. Like, yeah, you get the blame for that. Yeah. That's or that's even important. in the studio, it's just like, why you ain't tell me I was out? I'm sorry. You right. You didn't. You, you didn't sing it right. But people do got to know the basis and yeah. basics of, or the foundation of, or bring you. I guess the the right thing to say, people have to know what to bring to the table so that you can build on that. Right, exactly. Because you can get somebody that, I'm sure you've had it, people that can't sing or whatever come in and, I mean, I'm sure you know what to do with them, but it'll be a lot better if they had a foundation. Yeah, and it's more fun for, it's more fun for us. Yeah, it is. Man, if you come in, like, you don't have to be the most, like, polished, like, I'm, I'm sure I can, like, me not being a photographer, <laughs> you don't have to be the most polished model and know, like, how to pose your body yep. for certain angles and stuff, but if you come in with a personality, then it's kind of like, yeah. all right, like, now I can be creative on yep. top of, on how to capture your moment. And teach you how to and to Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, we can we can create together. Now, now it's more of a collaborative effort yep. versus, like, you not knowing anything and like now we have to go through this pre-coaching process right. for me to get you to a space where we can collaborate right we can just collaborate off, off that's, rip. that's interesting because i always think about your stuff when i'm thinking about mine a lot 
uh, when it comes to those types of clients <clears throat> because when you're doing your job and when I'm doing mine, <clears throat> I instruct people. And people literally come and be like, I don't know how to pose now. You're going to have to show me how to. And I'm like, that's my job mm-hmm. to do. Do you have people that come in and because are there people that record and they don't instruct you on? Because I know like you what probably, they want? not even what they want, but what sound maybe sounds good. Because for you, if you're recording somebody, when we did our recording thing, mm. I recorded. Um, <laughs> uh, you were telling me, okay, maybe you should go up higher, or maybe you should be down lower, or maybe you should slide that down. The, are there some people in this situation with you that don't that don't instruct want that? their their clients on how to? Oh they, yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah, for sure. It's like it's um. There's a there's definite there's probably a whole generation of engineers that are record people. Just press record. Like, just press record. And they've been able to get by just pressing record. Wow. But do, but most of those people, like, they have to be working with somebody that knows what they want. Yeah. Like, they know what they're doing. And, right. Like, they don't need you to better what they have going on. Or they don't want you to. Uh, like, you have you would have to be that type of artist. I really but, do always think about that when somebody come and ask me. You, or tell me that I got to teach them how to pose. I always <laughs> be like, I wonder if X has to deal with people. Oh, yeah. No, I definitely have to do that. Um, but I prefer, I'm more of a, like, I'm less of an engineer in my engineer yeah. role and more of a producer. You are definitely a so, producer. So in that regard, like, I'm always looking for. That's a, the right term, producing. Do you yeah, produ- I'm, okay, I, cool. I, I very much so produce, like, instinctually. Okay. Just because, like. There's stuff that I had. There's people have come to me with songs where I was like, "This ain't it." <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> this ain't it. But it's like, as a creative, like you have to find some aspect of that yeah. to attach yourself to, and then just make that a great moment. Right. Like you know what I mean. Like you just have to emphasize whatever that little like. It can be a horrible song, but I like that them two lines before the bridge. Right. And I'm gonna attach myself to that moment. Right. And like that one moment is gonna make me like this That's whole entire thing. So like I live for those to create those little like ear candy moments. And people love that, and they go searching for that in other people, and then they gotta come back to you because everybody else don't do it. Man. Yeah. So I know that all too. We met, <laughs> like, yeah. Like so, last photographer we went to, he didn't do the X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Comes like, with now, the now, now you understand exactly what you get when with when me. you come when you come to me. That's like, real. Is, like that's a part of my that's the part of my branding that doesn't get promoted. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell I'm you. I'm not gonna tell you that. Yeah. But once you come get the like the experience uh which is Go, like that's a huge thing when we're talking like millennial creatives. Yeah. Um, a huge part of your brand, and this is like write this down. The, a huge part of your brand, um, because most of us, uh, independent contractors, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, um, freelancers, right. Um, a huge part of your marketing and your brand is the experience. Yes, people pay more for the experience than the actual service. Yeah, like. I'm not saying that I could be like a mediocre engineer mm-hmm. or a producer or whatever the case may be, but I could be slightly less good than yes. what I am. But because of my service right. and the experience that you get when you book time with me, yeah, um, I'm 150% in that room at right in that moment 
And people like, come back to that. People continue to, to do. I always say, um, I always use one of my clients, Kiara, as a as an example. Um, I, she didn't rec- she, before we started working together. She knew nothing of my work. Mm. She never seen it before. You know, I always tell people that she never seen it before. But the thing that grasped her and grasped and created a relationship, it was my personality, my professionalism, even when she inquired about it. And it made her want to have the experience. So after she had that one experience, it's like, oh, we got to work together again. You know, that create creating rela- relationships comes from the actual experience. Like mm-hmm. business is all about relationships. And I might be, like you said, a subpar photographer. At times, I feel like I'm just not as great as these other people are. But these people still continue to come to me because guess what? Mel is in your face. He's making you feel comfortable. You not just spending your money with me, but you're you're definitely getting a whole experience, mm-hmm. even down from the photos to the communication of the retouching to me. I'm always in my client's face, like you good, you all right, you need some water, you need some juice, what you need, mm-hmm. let, let me know what you need. You need an iron. I'm over here steaming clients' clothes and yeah. stuff. <laughs> like they 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 appreciate that type of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because there's customer some, service. Exactly, that's what it is. Customer service. There are some cutthroat people out here who are just like, no, you paid me for X, Y, and Z. Now there are some people I do treat like that because they you know, the initial conversation, you know, be off. But there are some people that I just go above and beyond. And then, again, you don't never know who's, who somebody is connected to. They're going to mm-hmm. talk about that experience. Like, yeah, I went to X or I went to Mill, and they they did X, Y, and Z. And then, you know, I, in most cases, most people are like, oh, for real, let me get his number. Let me get his website. Let me get his information. You'll get people like, um, uh, my friend says she came to you and you did X, Y, and Z. Now, they expect the X, Y, and Z from you that you did from the friend, so you yeah. got to perform it. But at least you got another client. This is true. Experience is, is definitely the the best thing to, to provide, especially if you have a service. Because I think about it like this. There's thousands of photographers out here. It's literally thousands in Atlanta. Atlanta is, I wouldn't even say oversaturated, but Atlanta is like the mecca for, to me, for photographers. I've never yeah. been to any other for city. For media in general. Yeah, Cause media. Because it's, it's a thousand producers. Exactly. It's a thousand engineers or yeah. so-called engineers. Yep. And people pick and choose who they want to go to for mm-hmm. sure. But most people remember you based off an experience. I can tell you how many times I've dropped the ball before with clients before like influential people and they will not remember me mm. if i saw them in person they wouldn't even remember that they shot with me but then i have some that i've shot with and created an experience and they know me by, by name yeah because the other people i didn't really you know i tried in my beginning years i tried to really stay in my lane mm. like i try not to give so much of an opinion about clothes or hair or makeup or whatever and then they just shoot and then they know the retouch the photographer does the retouching and then they send off and then that's it you don't mm. hear from them you don't talk to them anymore but my clients now, you're going to know my name. <laughs> you're going to know my name and you're going to know my face. If we yeah. see each other in person, hey, we're going to say what's up. Because that's embarrassing when you walk up to somebody and you like, hey, you remember we shot? And then you got to pull out the picture like, I did yeah, this. And like, oh, you the one. Come yeah. on now. Right. I got one in mind specifically. But I'm not going to name who that is. I was say, that sounded, that sounded real like personal. personal. <laughs> that was personal I'm experience. I'm like, really? <laughs> we just shot this two months ago. <laughs> you wasn't drunk or high or nothing. Yeah. yeah that. Let me be quiet. Cause that especially especially when that, especially when it looked like they were in bed. Like, I have clients, like, personal experience. <laughs> I, have cli- I have clients that I've done, like, sessions for. Like, I recorded it. Like... They use like my rough mix as like 
the one that they put out. Like, wow. it didn't even, like, get mixed type stuff. And, like, you put the song out and everything, and you see them, and you be like, hey, what's going on? And you be like, hey, uh, uh. Right. It's like, yeah, we did. You got you to tell them the studio yeah, you was exactly. at. and Location. location. <laughs> time, what the place looked like. Like, bro, you done, you, you done put money behind exactly. the promotion of the work that I did. And don't even know that <laughs> I don't did even, the work. Don't even remember that I did it. That's so embarrassing, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. Especially but when we the out, Thank God we're out of those. Like, I'm happy because I ain't got the I don't have to no I ain't had I ain't had that situation since what was it 2020 I ain't had that situation probably since like 2016 mine too that's when mine happened yeah I I saw her at a award show I was like really my friend was with me too. You know how you be trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I know so-so. I know them. Yeah, yeah, I sure do. You try to try to say what's yeah, up to hey, it. Yeah, what, what up? <laughs> they like, um, who are you? Like, mm. you don't remember? Like, I literally pulled out my phone and showed mm. the picture. She was like, oh, you the one that, okay, bye. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here. My friend looking at like, damn, bro, I thought you I knew thought you <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> I think she was sleepy that day. I think that's what I said. She might have been you know, tired that, just that day. Happened. That just it's happened. Always, and it's always a friend that's not in the industry. At all. And then, so they don't even know. They just know the, They know who you talking about, and they know you. And it's just right. like, you gotta, yeah, that's how industry so, people So do. now they it's just, like, I got to tell, every time I see my homeboy now, I be like, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I really do know this. <laughs> like, look, they did. <laughs> like, I really, I really, I re- I bro, receipts. I really. I be getting selfies with them all now. Like, bro, listen, I really he do know them. Man, I started, like, I've never been that person. Me neither. To, like, have pictures with people, yeah. like, that you have or worked with or have relationships with at all. Yeah. But now it's almost like you need that for, like, reassurance. Absolutely. For, like, like, yes, this happened. Yeah. Like, I don't, not even to be boastful or anything, but, like, I just need, like, because there's so many people out here that are that are saying they're in these positions yep. and are and not in, to prove. and nothing or not has never even happened. Like, yeah. like you can fake that resume. That's true. These days, you like, really can. Like I know so many people faking resumes. I used to not ask for pictures either because I always used to think um, a lot of stuff was unprofessional. Like I hated mm. my mindset. Not saying I hate it. I liked it because it helped me to be where I'm at now. But when I was coming up and I was younger, we were always taught. Um, in the industry, you don't contact mm. these people. You don't get their Instagram or their social media. You don't take a selfie with them. You mm. don't exchange numbers because that was unprofessional. Right. Especially in your own setting. Like, we talking in, in person, you know, on set of the shoot, and I can't have a conversation with you about your retouches or something. Like, mm. that was wild. But I... I never did ask for photos because I never wanted to be that person to be like, oh, he just want to like. But now I'm like, no, nah, let's take. I even did it with my client I did yesterday. Like, mm-hmm. let's take, let's take a photo. Let's solidify this actual moment. Even though I got photos of you, mm-hmm. let's solidify this actual moment so that people can know, like, Mill actually did work with this person. It's always my homeboy that's in the in the back of my head every time I do that. Though. <laughs> I'm like, you ain't gonna keep embarrassing me. That was so embarrassing. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm a, we gonna go to this award show. You know, you're gonna be X, Y, and Z. You know. I see this one person and this one person know me. We just shot together. I called when I had to shoot and they didn't act like they know me. I'm like, oh, like that. that's tough. But speak, speaking of experience, would it, would it give us a little bit of backstory of like, like it's been a long road. It's been a long road. So where, where, where did this road start and how did we get? Um, uh, so when I was in high school, 
uh, senior year. I'll be honest. I'm always the honest one. I didn't know what I wanted to do after I got out of school, out of out of high school. I did want to be a doctor at one point. That went away. I did want to be a mortician at one point. That went away as well. So weird, right? Um, I the mortician thing came less, because less weird than you probably think. Really. Bree wanted, wanted to open, All know. of us weird creatives yeah. wanted to do yeah. some crap like yeah. that. She still wants to open up like a crematory. And like, I love, well, not no, no crematory. She, 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 wanted, she, wanted, she wanted to do But I do want to invest into a funeral home, and being the reason being is that's a lucrative uh, business and People company. People are always dying. Always. So I think that's what I really was more intrigued on at that time. But high school, Mr. Hightower was my teacher, and um, he had us to do these concept boards based on what we wanted to do with life. I knew I love graphics. I knew I love photos. I used to take little images with my little Verizon flip phone and they would be like, nice. Um, it was this thing called pick monkey back in the day. You remember that? I feel like it sounds familiar. Or pick stitch. It was I think pick, I think I know pick stitch. Okay. Where you could put the words on the actual photo back in the day. This is when MySpace was popping. Yes. Yeah. Pick so, stitch. It yeah. Was pick stitch. So you yep. could put the words on the photos. <coughs> I used to do that to my camera phone stuff. Mm. Um, we had a little desktop computer. So anyway, I did my little concept board. I looked at people like Derek Blanks. I loved Day Twenty Six was out at the time, and I loved I uh, Danny Decane too. Mm. And Don and Q were dating at the time, and Derek Blanks had shot a photo of them, an alter ego photo, where it was like four of them in one photo. Mm. So I had that on my concept board, and I was like, I really actually would it probably enjoy doing photography. So um, the goal, you were supposed to go spend a day with the person that you wanted under the person that was under the occupation that you wanted, and I reached out to Derek to do it, and I called, and he said that I had like two weeks to do a portfolio. And I literally shot everybody from Jasmine to Tamika to all of these people at high school in a matter of two weeks in my mama's garage because I really wanted that internship. Mm -hmm. This was senior year of high school. But I had already been using a camera. I was working for the school newspaper and everything like that. So I had been familiarized with cameras and things like that. But um, I did that, and I actually got the internship out of high school. So I started like June 6th. We graduated in May. I started like June 6th, did the internship. Um... It didn't last too long because uh, my car broke down and I kind of got discouraged after that. But I just started reaching out to people that I really admired and loved and who would pro possibly give me a shot uh, with taking photos. I mean, I had that little portfolio that I did and was making, I mean, I would charge like $30 or $50 to my friends to come and do stuff in my mom's house. But um, I was kind of developing the business aspect of that. So fast forward. I got dropped from that internship, did an internship with James Anthony, um, who's out of New York now. Um, and then that kind of went away. And then I just really started building and doing my own thing. I started reaching out to people like I was really using social media. Twitter was popping at the time. And I would message people like Tiffany Evans and Kiki Palmer and uh, Paris Burnett. And um, Paris was actually the first person to reach out back to me. I had a crush on Paris for a long time. <laughs> I really did. I had a huge question. Yeah, she she was a singer and she I don't know, I just had a huge crush on her in high school. The whole my literally the whole four years. Um, mm. especially when she got on Idol. Like when she was on mm. Idol, I was like, Yeah, this definitely that's definitely that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> um so she was the first celebrity that I shot. Mm. And um shout out to Paris. We're really cool now. I love her. Um shot her and then I don't know, something in between happened and then I got Tiffany Evans. And me and her are really cool now. Um, Which that relationship was like, was 
like, yeah, I used to manage her. Right. We were doing like, like, yeah, we used to do some management <laughs> stuff. That was like 2015, 16-ish. It only lasted like three, four months probably, but it was an experience too. Um, so, I mean, I just started reaching out to people on what I wanted to do with them. And a lot of stuff was free. Um, but honestly, a lot of people don't understand. That's the stuff that kind of built where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of free work when I first started. Uh, I was fortunate to have a mom that supported my dreams. It was hard. It was tough. You know, I didn't go to school after high school. So it was a little a little bit difficult. Uh, for about four or five years, it was hard. I would, I would ride with my mom to work when she worked at Morehouse School of Medicine in Grady. And the studio that I used to work at was around the corner. I would ride with her at 7 a.m. in the morning if I had a shoot. I would literally, this it's this like free stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would pay for it out of my own pocket, set up the shoot, pay for the studio, and I would walk around the corner where the studio is. It's probably like a 10-minute walk mm-hmm. um, to the studio. I did that probably three times a week with my mom. So every time she went to work at 7 a.m., I was there. I'd have to wait in the lobby or something like that until my shoot. Maybe the shoot didn't start till 1, but I knew I had to be wrapped by like 4 or 5. I look yeah. at stuff like that, like, that's really, like, cold dedication because my car broke down, and it was down for four years. Mm. And in that whole four years, like, we only had one car with my mom. And so with her going to the city, I'm like, let me maximize and figure out what I can do with what we, are, with, with what we just have. Mm-hmm. And so um, I did that. And then stuff just started happening. I don't know where the turning point was. A lot of people don't uh, really get to hear my story like that. A lot of people don't realize or know, and I'm actually working on a book, but I was homeless for three months in 2016. People don't know that. Um, That was a lot of transitional moments for me, but I feel like that situation there kind of pushed me to be like the hard worker, go-getter that I am now. Like, you will never see me slacking. I may be tired, I may be exhausted, but you will never see me slacking when it comes to that because I always made a promise to myself that I would never put myself back in that position. Um, so we were speaking off camera before about my 2016 Toyota Corolla. Maybe that's why I won't let it go. <laughs> that was the car that was like, whew, mm. like this is, you know, minus the, the APR. But this <laughs> that was the car that was like, whew, all right, I can breathe. I got, I got in an accident. June was very pivotal, 2016. I got in an accident three days before I moved into my apartment. And this was before, this was why I was homeless. So got in that accident and got a check for the car, got the car, and then still had to come out of pocket because my credit was horrible at the time. Had to come out of pocket. You know, you got to pay that mm-hmm. first month and that last month. And my place th- at the time was high. So I I don't know where that money, I still don't know where the money came from. I don't know. I know it wasn't from the car because the car was only like $1,200 from State Farm, mm-hmm. which was part of my down payment, and I added another $1,000 to it. So from this day, I, I really do not know where that money came from. I know it wasn't that borrowed. Was, that, was, that was a God moment. It was definitely a God moment, <laughs> for, God sure. moment for sure. But I figured out I wanted to do photography from really studying people like Derek Blanks. And uh, people laugh, but I was a very, I watched America's Not Top, America's Next Top Model a lot only because I loved the portion of the photography area when they actually went and did the shoots. Mm-hmm. I love watching that because that was like intriguing to me. Like yeah. I was, and they were doing like they were highly doing high creative, in creative stuff. stuff. Yeah, for sure. And so I looked up to stuff like that and like, okay, that's, that's where I want to go. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to create. And mm-hmm. just trying to figure out now how to just map it out for myself. Cause you know, you have a vision when you first start on where you want things to be or how you want things to start. And it goes a totally different way. Like I used totally to, I used to think I was going to be a singer and look at, I ain't singing nothing. Uh, you out here singing. <laughs>
I'm appreciative for 2016. Like I really am, because that was like 2016 was a, was a good year. That was a good year. Yeah. Mo- like time. like months apart. Right. Was yours yeah. from a, a a hard situation, or yours was just you just knew? Mine was. I was driving around. I was living at my my parents had an apartment while they were saving up for the house that they have now, and I was driving my dad's like. 0608 Camry. Wow, that's crazy because my mom had so, a Camry. Yeah, so I was driving his Camry back and forth to, like, I had my internship at Blue Room, and wow. I was working at Cheesecake Factory. Wow. So it's like, that was that was my year of, like, I used to, like, go, I used to go to Cheesecake Factory at, like, 8 in the morning, work at Cheesecake Factory until, like, 5.36 p.m. Wow. But I worked at the one in Lenox because oh, it was, was far, boy. Yeah. Like, so you know where I'm at right yeah. now. Yeah. So I worked, but I worked at the one in Lenox because it was 15 minutes away from Blue Room. Mm. So I would leave Cheesecake Factory and go to Blue Room and be interning there from the time I got there to like the time the last session ended. It'd be like four, four to anytime, 4 a.m., 6 wow. a.m. in the morning. How um, long was your internship? I was at Blue Room. Well, I don't, I'm not even sure how long my because it it switched. I went from interning to like doing sessions, and then like I was like head engineer at the studio. Wow. So like I worked my way. I I was in a fortunate position to yeah. be able to work my way up at that studio. Like most people, like you have your internship time, and then you're, you're just like all right. But I was blessed enough to have like an opportunity to actually sit in the seat and like actually start working out of the studio right but um one of the similar things i would have to point out that people try to ignore now especially the young ones like trying to come up those internships and that free work i did a lot of free work i did so much free work i did a lot of free work. man you know how many like there's i have beats now that i gave away for free that i'm like man you know how much money i could probably make off of those wow like just off of not even from like being able to give it to like somebody that has a a budget but like Like me, business wise, knowing the avenues I can put my my product through, so it's like through like whether it be like sync licensing or yeah. like mechanical or something, I could have I can put that on a couple commercials or right. like you know what I mean like I could have flipped wow. that so many different ways like in hindsight now, yeah. but I did so much so many free beats so many free sessions that's like, crazy. I was where man I was in a period of my time engineering where it's like. When you start working with like established artists, like my the first few artists I was working with was like like Cash Out mm-hmm. and like that's um, a throwback. Yeah, throw throwback. <laughs> so like Cash Out and um like YFN Lucci. Yeah. And, um, who else was coming to like a bunch of like local Atlanta rappers? So like like the the Cinco Johnny Cinco's mm-hmm. and all of them people or whatever. So it's like they they were used to engineer that knows like without you telling them what to do or whatever yeah. and i'm in here trying to get my feet wet type thing like wow. it used to be days when cat cash i would walk in see me sitting in the chair and be like all right cool yeah we don't we're not even recording today i just want to listen to some are I you serious to listen to some music dang yeah and they wouldn't even record with me just because i wasn't who they were like familiar with so it's like i had to build my way up to like people even being comfortable, comfortable. recording with me because yeah That they were accustomed to so wow. i went through like that whole thing and like i was back and forth there like from the studio like i would sleep on the couch in the live room 
at the studio wow. because I had to be at Cheesecake Factory at 8.30 wow. the next day. So it's like, last se- so the last session went into like six o'clock. I'm like, there's no way I'm about to drive all the way back to Fayetteville. Right. <laughs> you were making that drive. I was making that drive. Like, so it's like another, and I was people, don't, from, people don't even see people that. People don't see that at all. I was driving from Hampton to Linux, by Linux, yeah. the Piedmont Road. So, yeah. Wow. That's, Long years. People don't understand how how pivotal that those moments are. Yeah. And then what ended up happening, like the, cam- the Camry broke down. Yeah. One day, getting off the, I was getting off the exit on Seventeenth Street and just shut off. Was it the transmission? I, just, I don't know what it was. Because mine was the transmission. I don't know what it was. <laughs> mine was it rolling just, back. <laughs> it broke. It broke down. Called my dad. I was like, "Hey, stop." <laughs> I don't know. What's and how on. long until you went and got that car? Um, I got the car. I got the car pretty quick after that because my dad was just like, he was like, "All right, well." You gonna have to figure something out, like, yeah. and like I had to get a car, no cosign. Yep, me too. By you know, by myself. Yep. Like I didn't even put money down. Like I put like five hundred down on my car. Wow. Because that's the predicament that I was in. Yeah. Type thing. So like five hundred down. Like, yeah, luckily my credit was okay. Mine was trash. I knew nothing about my credit. Dude. I knew nothing about my credit. That was the first time I like, I actually used my credit for wow. real. Wow. So it was just like, all right, yeah. And so I have to get a car, put in my name. I got the got the Camry, I mean the Corolla. Wow. And I was riding that up until this year. Yeah. So I'm about to be rolling it in mine. This the last year. Cause <laughs> <laughs> this the last year. <laughs> it's it's time. <laughs> it's definitely time. Yeah. No, so. that I think that's why it's been so hard for me to I I'm one of them people that take certain uh things, like I'll keep something from a long time ago just because it reminds me of that and i don't want to ever forget yeah it's a motivation piece absolutely never want to forget where i come from never want to forget what i got what i went through to get where i am Mm -hmm. so i try to keep some things around but it is nice to upgrade yourself Mm -hmm. and have things that match where you are and even if you're not where you are yet it'll be a motivator as well to where you're trying to be very much so yeah um just to kind of bringing this to a close, because we could sit here and talk. About I know, that. right? But um, what are some, if you have any that you could think of, um, some a, f- a few tips or a few motivating factors that you would give to an up and coming photographer, inspiring entrepreneur, um, business person? Um, I usually try to aim for the like just coming out of high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that was Ooh. the pivotal point Me of like. Too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know I didn't know anything about full sale until two months before high school graduation. Wow. So I ended up choosing to go to full sale yeah. and figure out a career path within being at the full sale. But was like, there was there a passion for music before? Yeah, like okay. I've been to like a music has been a part of my life like for forever. Like I have home videos of me like as a toddler playing like the little Fisher Price drum your, set to your commercials, son, your son, yeah, yeah, it's just, it's the same, yeah. Like so, Matt, me, I say it was the same situation. Wow. I just never, um, like I was in band throughout like middle school and stuff, but like I just never fed that passion that mm. that seriously, right? Um, up until after high school, because I was still like I was doing the academic, like I was about to go to. Clark Atlanta. I was about to be a lab analyst, like go to school, like you know what I mean, like the, like go to school for like chemistry. But was that a, a passion? Analyst. Um, I don't want to say it was a passion, but it was a very high interest. Like I was, I was very big on like CSI and like 
stuff. Like I wanted to be in. I didn't want to work on the crime scene, but I wanted to be like in the lab, like running blood. So is that something that still intrigues you? Um, I feel like the process. Okay. Intrigues like that's that is one of the reasons why I'm an engineer. The intricacies. Of, okay. Of like what you have to do. Sense. Like you know what I mean. So yeah. it's like it, I don't think it was necessarily the like the working in a lab and like science part for me. It was the microscopic level of like breaking stuff down and like being like I love like like me in my dreams is like Tony Stark being able to wow like you know <laughs> like being able to break things down like to those like minute levels and like. Like I'm the I'm the person like I'll take a clock apart to try to put it back together type, so like That's any jobs that deal with those type of details and like stuff like that, um, that right that piques my then. yeah that piques my interest <laughs> so that, that stuff like that, um but yeah um so like anybody coming at like coming that coming out of high school and making those um decisions of like where you want to do where you want to be what you want to do with your life especially in 2020 mm-hmm. now where it's like. Um, I don't want to say it's less important, but we're starting to put less of uh, um, less emphasis on like going to college straight out of yes. high school. A lot of people are very much so more on hands training, mm-hmm. um, internship, yep. work your way up, figure it out type right. of path. So um, just going back and forth between um, what you feel like you should do that's going to make you money coming mm-hmm. out of high school. And what you feel like you're gonna love doing that could potentially make you money, right? In the whatever chance that people actually make money in that right. field, um, what are some things that you would probably say to to those kids? Well, I would say first of all, take your time to understand what you enjoy to do. There are so many options out here. There are so many ways to get to it now. You really want to focus on that one thing because people in high school and I know this because I have a young I have two younger brothers I noticed for the youngest one he's still finding his passion and he's still figuring out what he wants to do and the biggest thing that I say is we are in fortunate times where we do have parents now because they see that won't enforce the whole school thing mm-hmm. but make sure that you have something that you're passionate about that you can really get gain some skill on get a skill that's really mm-hmm. what it is sharpen your skill um so then that'll be like the the playing field for where you really want to go just take your time that's one thing i always say that i wish i would have did when i came out of high school even more i wish i wasn't so bound in in and head on impressing my my parents or my family and actually listen to myself which i did in the end but mm-hmm. a lot of the pressure and anxiety and depression and stuff came from the expectations of other people and not my own expectations. So set your Mm -hmm. own bar, set your own expectations. Uh, Do it in moderation, though. You know, be respectful because you need money these days. You know, it's going to take a couple of different things for you to fund your dream. You know, if you need to work a job to fund what you need to do to to be put into a regular skill set or to sharpen your skill, then do that. Um, And don't be ashamed of it because we was growing up, man. People think it's bad now. Imagine you know, back then there was no social media, so it does elevate it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But back in back then, you had to deal with the the consequences of your of your parents, the, the opinions of your <laughs> parents. Like now, these kids are rebellious; they don't they don't hear it. Yeah. But back then, you had to deal with that. It, it was everybody else's expectations of what everything else was supposed to be. And when you find your own flow, everything else will align. Everything else will. You can find your own flow, and a lot of stuff 
will really push you into what you feel like your purpose should be. It's finding your purpose. We have a hard time doing that, but that takes that takes time. It takes time, and it's yeah. hard to tell a young child to find your purpose. Yeah. I just had a conversation with um, a good friend of mine um, about following your purpose yeah. um, specifically, and we were just talking about how um, your gift isn't necessarily your purpose. That's deep. Yeah, you know what I mean? So we were having... I think you were, I think Jazz was in that conversation too. Um, we were talking about how your how your gift isn't necessarily your purpose or your calling that God has for your life. Like your gift is by your gift is the means of executing your purpose. Your purpose. Wow. Um, which your gift can change throughout your life. Absolutely. So um, your I feel like the gift what God gives you as your gift is more so is less of the specific skill set that you have mm-hmm. and more of the mindset for the type of skill that you have. That's deep. So um, I feel, in my personal opinion, like it's, it's very much so the mindset that you have. So the mind, type of mindset that it would take to um, be to execute great photography. Right. Like you can apply those same skills and mindset to another skill. Absolutely. Um, and almost go into it seamless if that's the type of mindset that you that's have going real. into it. Um, that's so, deep. <laughs> so, no, that really right. is deep. So it's like being able to understand what your mindset is less and less of what your what your gift or your talent is. Mm-hmm. Um, is big in finding your purpose because you'll realize that your purpose is what's going to put you in a whole bunch of different situations that have nothing to do with your, your gift. gift yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know crazy. I mean? That's real though, because a yeah. lot of wow, yeah. <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> it is deep, and, it, it, and my that's with me on my. That's my one fake deep moment. No, you 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 have you, <laughs> you be having your deep moments. That's my that's my, that's my one that's my one fake deep. That's moment. deep, but that's stuff that I wish we knew when we were younger. Yeah, and I feel like we're all we will always be saying that. And I, I feel, feel like that too. Yeah, I feel like the the generation before us is going to be they they were the if I knew what I know now back then type people. Yeah. Um, if I knew what I knew knew know now back then, then like. Yeah, 10 times different. And we're going to be saying the same thing. And I feel like um, our job is not to beat ourselves up. Make sure that, like, it's my job to make sure that y'all knows what I know now before yeah. I know it. And that's, if I can do that, that then that's paying it forward. Yeah. Like, as long as he has some inkling of that mindset or, um, just know how to operate underneath them circumstances yeah. without having to go through what I went through to understand that. That's um, deep, bro. I feel like I I will have done what I needed to do. To I can't wait to see how he comes like into form, you and, bro. You and me both. Cause y'all, I, I feel like y'all are such cool parents. We are, and it's. I feel like we're cool. I only feel like we're cool just from a standpoint from the relationship that I have with my son as a three-year-old like i have a different type of relationship i feel like i don't i don't have a whole lot of friends that have kids right at this point in my life but the people that i parents that i know having conversations with other parents it's like all right i'm starting to see where my relationship with my with my son differentiates from like the traditional relationship that people have with their kids and a lot of i attribute a lot of that to just having regular conversations with them like I pride myself on not like I we've never talked to Yasir like 
like he was a two or three year old or even a one year old. Like wow. I was talking in full sentences while he was in the womb. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean. Like, and people see him now and they talk. You'll talk to him. He's like, he's so well spoken. Yeah. Like because we we talk. Like he yeah. understands what you're saying. So. Right. Um, wow. And they understand job. what you're saying. I appreciate it. That good segue. To go into these Yasir words of wisdom. Yes, sir. Now that I think about She's it. She's so smart. Yeah, crazy smart. So um, I don't know if you've seen the Yasir's words of wisdom, but Yasir's words of wisdom is a segment that I do on these podcasts. And it's usually um, not necessarily stuff that I um, that I specifically want to teach Yasir. Um, these are more so for me. These are stuff that I've learned as a being a parent, being a father, mm. and that maturity that comes along with that. That's and dope. what I would want to hand, like I was saying, stuff that I would want to hand down to right. my son so that he can get that information at an earlier a time in his life, right. earlier point in his life than I got it. Um, so today's okay. Yasir words of wisdom are, um, and, it's usually, and, it, and I do it in three parts. So it's like saying... nowhere or nowhere at all um number two is quitting is for winners love that yep number three is you would probably probably be done already if you started already wow i love all all of those they're all pretty self-explanatory yeah so just to recap happiness is where you are now or nowhere at all long story short if you're not happy now you're not going to be you're not going to be Find what find what makes you happy in your now, and you will be even happier later. Um, you're not going to get happier later from not being happy now. Right. Um, it doesn't work like that. I thought it did you at do. some point in time in life. <laughs> you're sitting here waiting on your happiness. You're going to sit in there waiting. Stop waiting on your happiness. Right. Either you're going to make yourself happy now, or you're not going to be happy. Right. Um, quitting is for winners. That was a big one for me to. Um, because I had to realize that the the highly successful people, um, entrepreneurs and uh, businessmen that I look up to, they know when to cut something off. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it. Like a lot of people like to pride themselves on like never quitting something or right. always wanting to finish something or like feeling like they failed if they quit something. Um, and the, the big takeaway from that is um, don't get. I like that one too a yeah. lot. Don't give up because something is hard. Like you should persevere through stuff right. just because just because you saw adversity doesn't mean that you should quit. Yeah. But learn when to cut something off because it's not beneficial. Yeah. Um, it's not gonna help you in the long run. It's not gonna help who you think you're trying to help yeah. in the long run. That's smart move. Um working smarter, not harder. And the last one was uh you would probably be done already if you started already. I think about that all the time. Yes. Um, so start today. Yeah, 2020 was my year of putting stuff into action. A lot of the stuff that you see now that I have going on is like uh, at least six months of thought process um, and just me not acting on what I like. You know, you'd be in your room like, oh, it'd be cool to have a podcast. Right. 
And then you never started. And then but you, you never started. started. But I started. My the twenty twenty was like I'm gonna just start every every idea that I had, even if I don't finish the ideas. Right. It's like let me start it, see if I like it, and if it does something. That's entrepreneurship life too, though. Got to take risk. Got to take risk. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are yesterday's words of wisdom today. Um. These Good conversations way. are getting better and better and better. Really? Like, yeah. I feel like every new episode that I have is like my favorite episode. That's good. Yeah. Even like though you're gonna have a new favorite one next week. We'll see. This no, is go, this is gonna be a good this going this is gonna be a tough one to beat because because this is this is probably the most this might have been the most natural conversation. I agree too. That I've that I've had thus far. But that's just because we're we're those that's type we, of people. We just, you know. We're those type of people. What you think? Right. Good. Love it. <laughs> so Jazz Jazz says she loves it. I, I appreciate you for coming. Anytime, through. brother. You know I support you 100. I appreciate you supporting me. Yeah, man. This, this family, man. I don't call everybody family. This this is family. Sure. Likewise. This is my guy. Anything for he sure. needs. Always. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go get that new car. Okay, give, me, give, me some, give me some time. We're going to <laughs> talk, talk about that, too. <laughs> Tell the people where where can they follow you. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everything is Mel, M-E-L-B as in boy, Elder Junior. Everything is even my website, melbeelderjr.com. Or you can just type in my name on the Google. It'll come up. You can Google my man. Uh, yeah, the website come right up. Everything, <laughs> else gonna, everything else ain't going to come up. But the website, I mean, they be messing me. Boy, I'm telling you, I I wish people credit yeah. me right. I will probably have a lot of different other stuff. But no, I'm online. For sure. Yeah. Go follow my mans. Um, if you haven't, if you're not following me, I don't know how you saw this if you're not following me. <laughs> But if you stumble upon this by chance, follow me at uh, x.wave, that's E-K-S dot W-A-V on Instagram. It's X-D-O-T-W-A-V on Twitter because you can't put a period on Twitter for some reason. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. So wow. I was like, it's x.wave everywhere, though. Um, the website is heyx.com, um, H-E-Y-E-K-S.com. See, you get real, all this content. You real business because you got all the we real business people. <laughs> we got websites and everything. Yeah, so you know, trying to keep it going. I appreciate you again, my Anytime, guy. Brother. This was know. Caffeine and Creatives. Sorry. I appreciate y'all um, checking this out. Um, love y'all. Go be productive. Go do something great. You great. <laughs> appreciate it, bro. Dope stuff. Amazing stuff. You're a great interview. I don't know if you-